forever. Dog. Is this my good side? This week on the podcast, Philip Gross's Face Taker. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses why Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are discussing Philip Gross's The Face Taker. And it yes. sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I actually Sorry here's to the be thing. so I, cruel but. No it's okay uh, uh, Philip uh, Philip's actually sitting with me um, I'll just have him leave <laughs> No um, I want him to hear this <laughs> I think um, you should hear this I Here's what I'll say mm-hmm. At the beginning with how it was written I was like oh this is interesting But then mm-hmm. um, As time went it on It didn't really pan out did it No, because I was like, oh, I would love to know what his concept was originally when he began (sighs) writing this book. Because when he began, I mean, I think he always expected that, what was the main character or the um, bad boy's name? Denzel. Denzel. I think he always expected that Denzel was going to be a bad boy. You know, he's, we need to talk about Denzel. Mm -hmm. But I think also maybe that, the photo booth, I don't know, the was going to matter more. Really didn't pan out. Nothing really it did not. didn't pan out. I was like, what? It what? I would like to know what Philip thinks the photo booth is. I would like him to explain to oh, me yeah. after after the entire book. Like, okay, now tell me how the photo booth played a role in any of this. Right, it did because it kind of didn't, and yet the epilogue is still as though the photo booth did it all. And I'm like, this photo booth did nothing. Wait, what was that blog again? Maybe I didn't read that. It it was like a sort of return to the beginning prologue style where it was like oh, yeah. not in anybody's head and it was just like about the photo booth. Like right. they sit there in little corners <laughs> like enticing you with their privacy and their photo taking <laughs> like, yeah and they're like and then men and, they, walk and in the and promise of it of mm. what what you could be and, and like but, but beware because they might eat your soul yeah right right, right 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 it was that but i'm like the photo booth didn't do anything i don't think it did anything because this was the other thing the f- i thought that the photo booth would like maybe actually make them look different in the pictures but um it wasn't it was like that they just saw themselves differently yeah but like also i still don't understand all the sarah's role in all okay sarah is like very good at hyper realistic drawing to a point where it looks like an actual photo with, with a felt pen on top Excuse of Excuse me. On with top a of felt fucking yeah, pen. A felt pen on top of a photo. I'm gonna tell you something. That didn't look real at all. Cause you know what? No, My it can't. It I have couldn't. this very deranged aunt. Um, not anti souffle, this different aunt. A different um, aunt. A different deranged. Yeah, a different deranged aunt. Who um basically she there's this picture of my grandma that my grandma got taken to be like her memorial photo. Like my grandparents were very like um, what's the word? Uh, 
not morose, morbid. And they were like, we're going to pose today for our like wow. funeral pictures. That's intense. So, yeah. So they like had my uncle take pictures of them. Okay. <laughs> and uh, they, so they had these pictures. And then um, I was looking at one of the pictures that was like, they, they framed them and like put them up in their own house <laughs> while they were still alive. And, <laughs> okay. and then my aunt came to visit. Okay. She leaves. I come over and I notice that something looks really whack with my grandma's picture. And it's that my aunt had literally drawn makeup onto my grandma. Oh my goodness. <laughs> with like a permanent marker and then used literal whiteout on her teeth. <laughs> and doesn't that seem psychotic? Yes. Like I know that I'm bandying around that word like it doesn't mean anything, but it did seem scary to me. I was no, like, this is off. This is off. Like the fact that you a That's thinks like this is fooling anyone, would do. right? Right? Yes. No, that's strange. I find this to be strange. <laughs> it was very strange. I was like, okay, but she also has some like very weird Arrested Development things. My aunt, mm -hmm. like, she's like strange. Um, actually, a lot of my family is is that way. Um, Arrested Development issues. Yes, hugely. I mean, my mom is so childlike and. Um, yeah, they're they're really, really, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's weird. But anyway, it reminds me of like that. Like, so like, I'm like, I've seen that and I know that doesn't look real. So like, do not tell me that like people are seeing these pictures and they're like, wow, oh my God, like that's yeah, me. But like, it. the, it's, it's, it's on the level of costume makeup to be a corpse. Yes. It's Which, just not gonna... how can we believe that? I just don't. All right. Well, do you want to read the back of the book? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, let me try and find it. <sighs> Sorry. I had a crazy morning, y'all. Okay. Let me see here. Um, Let's see. In my photos. Oh, yes. I did take a picture of the back of the book. Ready? Mm-hmm. It's funny how photo booths are always tucked away. <laughs> some are dusty. Some are quiet. So uh, public. And yet you're alone. You stoop inside, brushing past nylon, fumbling past the shiny plastic seat. One last flick of the hair in that vague reflection, then in with your money. Flash! Just don't forget to smile. Flash! For the face taker. Flash! Fate shaker. Flash! Soul breaker. The end. I think that is the epilogue. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'm just confused because I read the back of the book right after reading that. But it's basically the same as the epilogue. Ugh. And I'm just like, uh, what? Yeah, okay. Uh, so, the plot of this book. Yeah. I'm going to make it fast because. Because, like, who cares? Because who cares? And going step by step sounds torture. Maybe unbearable. Um, <sighs> I just finished reading it. I don't want to have to go step by step again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the plot of this book is that our main character, John, is a teenager there's this new kid in his class named denzel d-e-n-z-i-l mm -hmm. maybe it is also said Den denzel but looks like it's denzel. probably denzel denzel is a guy who well he's a manipulator and he can Master sense people's weaknesses yeah. mm -hmm. uh an incident is described in which he like he can tell that a a a, a doofus but like harmless nice guy teacher of theirs mr pincus mm -hmm. 
is losing his hearing. And yeah. so he does this. And he's been hiding drawn it from, out. From yeah. And he's yeah. been hiding it. And he, he does this whole drawn out, like, like where he, he speaks at a normal volume as he's asking questions, but will then like slowly like lower his volume to fuck with him. And the, t- and then other kids start joining in and this teacher has a breakdown and like flees. So that's who Denzel is. And John like joins along, but then feels really badly about it. And that's yeah. who John is. And they're like yeah. hanging out and they go to get in this photo booth because like Denzel needs photos for a passport or something. And inside is this unhoused woman that they know from just being around the station named Alice. And she is sadly dead and her body topples out. And and then later Denzel is like, but what's crazy <laughs> is that like these photos came out and like like we're sitting in the tray and it's of this like beautiful like strikingly beautiful woman Asian lady who is like yeah not white they just know not white this is what drives me nuts about the book is that they never really just outright say what they think the photo booth can do so but he comes up with this theory that the photo booth at the time of her death took pictures of another possible Alice that like maybe only existed in Alice's mind and that's the beautiful woman in the photos mm-hmm. and I'm like okay kind of a leap there Denzel yeah 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 but he's like such a talker that like John is all for it and then randomly because like the mom finds out that they found this dead woman in the photo booth she's like Oh, that made me think of like, remember that Christmas with your cousin Sarah when she like drew on the photos <laughs> and it freaked out your aunt? And he's like, oh, yeah. She like drew me as an old man and the aunt like thought. Thought it was my dead thought uncle. Thought it, it was my dead uncle and that we were like making fun of him and drawing on photos of him. And so he te- tells Denzel about this. And then Denzel is like, whoa, Sarah must have like, must be able to like see <laughs> <laughs> see something into you know? the future or see oh, something man, she's that's so the thing special. that's always so vague they never say like oh my god see into so the future vague the it's entire so time. fucking vague the entire time it was driving me fucking nuts it's like whoa she must be able to see she must be special 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 they keep saying that and i'm like yeah, how I'm like, though okay. what do you mean when she you say that draw. what she do you mean <laughs> so, so he's like oh you got you gotta introduce me because like she'll like come in handy for this photo booth theory so sarah shows up with her friend claire who's wait hold on i'm sorry can we pause for a moment because i'm just now putting this all together Uh uh-huh because i'm just now realizing that denzel's plan the entire time the entire time was he saw the picture of that girl and was like i want to make her mine so I'm going to create this like long con of everything that happens in the fucking book. But like to what? To to end. then. Yeah, but that like it literally is like equals me with that girl. But like I'm like, but how? But how? But how? Because literally what you put into because, play. Like, what he. So there's what no he way. Knows is that he knows that those photos are not of Alice because like. He's he like knows. kind of lying about he is how lying. he found them. He he, wa- he, he wants like to find that this they girl. came out wet. Yeah, but that's like, not true. Like they just dropped down. And so the only 
the absolute only explanation is that they are of Alice because she was in there for hours. She'd been dead for hours. So he says that they came out wet, but they didn't. They were totally dry, which means that they could have fallen out at any time, which means he knows that that's probably just a real person. And so he's concocting a... I th- here's what I th- think it actually is, is just he saw a way to lie to some people and mm-hmm. he gets off on lying to people and getting yeah, them to believe Yeah, I think he likes him. that. Yeah, he likes that. I don't think any of this was like a quote unquote plan to get the real girl, although he is obsessed with the real girl. Yeah. I think it was mostly just like, oh, I want to see how many people I can get to believe this fucking lie because I get off on that. Because my parents aren't around and I'm sad. And I live in a trailer. Yeah. And I'm lying and saying that I live with them. Yeah. So he's like, oh, she's like special. And she can like see the same way the photo booth can see. Invite her. And Sarah shows up with her friend Claire. And then he like gets them to believe it too. He gets them to buy the story about having Romani blood. And he can like he does like tarot readings and palm readings, blah, blah, blah. And so then they all go and he makes up this story that like the photo booth needs a needs a sacrifice. And that like because they took regular photos and Sarah could only draw like normal me normally aging. But right. when I pricked my finger and wiped the blood on the photo booth lens. Also, that was the other thing that it was completely unclear, like where the blood had to go. How did it have to? Yeah, right? it was not fully described no. because then when John goes in, he doesn't know where he's supposed to put, put the blood. And he's creeped out by the idea that he does choose the same spot and is then like, and it hasn't been disinfected. <laughs> 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 so he doesn't know where John put this. And we don't know that John ever even, or we don't know that Denzel ever even fucking did this whole blood pinprick thing. But he says that he pricks his finger and wipes the blood on the photo booth. And that was the sacrifice. And then the photos he takes after that, Sarah is able to see like other bits of his personality and me sitting there reading this is like trying to give this a real plot. Sure. And so I'm like, Oh, maybe the photo booth can see your past lives. That's okay. cool. That no, is cool. Actually, That's not what it is. At it's all. not, it's nowhere the near what that is. is. Nothing. No, 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 no. So, so I'm like, maybe it's that, but the characters are just like, no, it can like, pick out parts of who you want to be and i'm like and it's like what what is the supernatural logic you guys are following here because i don't understand it right so then they all go in and do it john pricks his finger and then like a bunch of and then sarah sees like weirdos in his photo like like wall-eyed like fucking degenerates yeah yeah and in Claire, she just sees ugly people because she like doesn't like Claire and doesn't want her to be competition. Right? She's so mean. <laughs> she's she's so so, mean. I like how she's. I mean, I. I mean, I. I love I, like, this for her. Appreciate. Yeah. When she was the like ruthlessness. She's like, I'm not even friends with her. She's like, we're just like the two like people that didn't have anyone else, so like we're friends. But like, and I don't Claire even really says the like same her. thing about her. Oh yeah, no, they don't really like each They're other. They're just like two rejects who just like yeah. nobody else really like scooped him up in their friend group and so they just like hang out but they don't really like each other but sarah is to her credit concerned that like claire has like a traumatic life history and she thinks that denzel is like pushing on that so i'll say that for claire for sarah yeah sure. that she doesn't want denzel to do that 
but he does somehow. And so Claire one day finds a, a stray cat is like almost killed the mouse. So she grabs the mouse and she does fully kill the mouse in the photo booth and gets a photo of her as like kind of like a, a badass dresses up like a badass because that they have now at this point befriended another unhoused person who they think is stupid. Right. Who they think is like, they call him the village idiot in some way. VI for short. And he encounters them and like kind of invites them in to see all of Alice's like things. She had like a, a discarded train car full of costumes that VI would get for her. So they go in and they start playing dress up. And so Claire then dresses up as the badass she sees herself as in this photo after killing a mouse. <laughs> and then she goes and she like shoplifts some liquor <laughs> and some like expensive biscuits or something. <laughs> and then like shares it with them. And then Sarah finds out that she stole them and she's like fucking scandalized. <laughs> And then everybody wants to do that. Everybody wants to like make their photo selves real. And so Sarah does this by sacrificing a hot, all of her mementos of a hot hookup crush she had over a summer. That's her sacrifice. And I'm like, what? I was like, girl, look, I'm sorry, but this bitch killed a fucking mouse in a bag. Like, this is not the same. I, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but it reminds me of um, my friend in college. Uh, her brother had a rat and the rat like um, had a tumor. And then oh. so, yeah, they had like the mom like brought it to the vet and was like, what do we do? And he's like, well, we're going to have to put him down. And it was really sad. And he's like, mm-hmm. well, if you wanted to save money, like you could just do it yourself. And she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, just like put the rat in a pillowcase oh and slam the pillowcase no! on the ground. And she was like, no, <laughs> like I will not that fucking do so that. Cruel. Isn't that horrible? That's awful. I mean, it's hilarious that he was like proposing this because it's like, you're a psychopath. But um, no, just like put him down normally, please. Yeah, just be a fucking human <laughs> and take him to a fucking vet. Yeah could not believe that Yeesh. i can't believe the vet was like if you want to save money you could do this that's insane yeah yeah don't take him to that, that vet no thanks <laughs> so that's what she does but she basically does that she does that in the fucking in photo, the photo booth. booth and then sarah's version is all burn this picture of a hot guy who kissed me once i mean like sarah is so annoying def- sarah is so annoying denzel's defense of this is well like which who of you was like really more emotionally invested in their sacrifice like she's been carrying around this crush for like two years you didn't even know that mouse (laughs) like it was a living thing that she killed in the photo booth okay so sarah burns it and then turns into like a hot slut (laughs) yep and she's like wearing like a gold dress like she's like (laughs) And she's wearing green eyeshadow. She's and wearing she's, like a short dress and a lot of makeup. But her hair is up. And she looks hot. Yeah. Good for Sarah. Good Sarah. And then she like wanders into like a seedy club. And they busted to break her out of there. <laughs> In cool. the dumbest way possible. And then a dog. Oh my God, so the dog. 
content warning, dog death. Then yeah. a dog, a dog from the club that was like the owner's dog or whatever, chases after John. John runs into the photo booth, kills the dog in the photo booth. With a shovel. And then nothing. And then photos come out. But then nothing really happens and to him. VI he becomes rips homeless. Up the photos. So that none of them come true? Question mark. And then VI, VI does, like, yeah. Learn like leads him out of there because like the guy with the dog is also still looking for him because they like took an underage girl out of their club. Whoopty yeah. fucking do. Yeah, I don't know. Get a hobby, man. Like the <sighs> like you're going after them. Come on. So he like crawls through the sewers and the trains and blah blah blah. They end up in a park. John's all fucked up. <laughs> and then VI begs for some money. Whoops. It's John's dad with another woman walking through I, the park. Okay, at night. in that moment I did gasp. I did too. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I'm here for this. Like the I was like, dad? well, this is interesting. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. I love that kind of shit though. Where it's like you're somewhere you shouldn't be, and then you see someone who they also shouldn't be there. So you're like, yeah, maybe we just like, like oh mutual mutually assured destruction (laughs) and so the dad like gives him taxi money and is like we'll talk about this tomorrow yeah and then when the dad is like you were on drugs maybe you didn't know what you saw i was like dad i was like nice try dad but wow you are really digging yourself into a jerk no way no way and then and then the son's like no and he's like yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) he's like or how about this you get mom off my back and i won't say anything yeah and he's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so the dad sucks. <laughs> um, and the mom thinks that like he's a degenerate and like everybody's all upset because of how Sarah came home looking like a tramp or whatever. Yeah. And like John's in trouble and Sarah's in trouble <laughs> and everything <laughs> feels so low stakes. Yeah. And then there's a blot like... Oh, and then VI is hanging around and dropping clothes off for him. And I was like, okay. And John is under the impression that like VI is like going to try to blackmail his dad. And he yeah. tells Denzel this. And then Denzel shows up and he's like, oh, I found the girl in the photo. And she's real. And her name is Mona. And she's married to some sleazy video store owner who like clearly brought her over from her country of origin. And it is gross and sad. It is, actually, yeah. And, and he's obsessed with her, and his idea is that he'll sacrifice VI in the photo booth to make himself into one of his, like, suave dudes. Suave dudes. His, what, like, the, the ace of guys. Okay, yeah. The fact that his <laughs> suit was called guys, I was like, okay. Guys, dolls, weirdos, and... Ghouls. What was Claire's? Oh, so ghouls. mean. So, so mean. mean. Sarah is being ruthless about trying to get Denzel for herself. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so he wants to be his ace of guys photo. And so he does poison V and drag him into yeah. the photo booth. But like the photo booth got moved. Yeah. And I really started to lose track of what was going on. It just got no, moved okay, to another platform. I didn't know what the fuck was happening at this point. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. It just got moved to another platform. So they go and they find it. And VI is like barely hanging on. Yeah. But he throws up and he's okay. And then they find 
Denzel as the Ace of Guys persona. And I'm like, but you knew that this was bullshit. So why did you think you needed to? You made this up. You made all of this up to fuck with people. So why did you think you needed to kill a man right. to get Mona? And also there's this like moment where De- like John shows up at Denzel's trailer and figures out that he doesn't actually stay with his parents. And there are photos of him and Mona blown up everywhere. And he's obsessed. And Claire is there too. And she's like, oh, no, we have to find him. And they find him just like, he's just like on the train with her trying to talk her into leaving her gross husband. And she like barely he, like, being able to her. speak English. He, yeah. Like, he like took her there. He's, he's like cornered her, her. Yeah. She's scared. She's like, my husband is going to kill this guy. He needs to get away from me. Yeah. She can barely speak English. Claire's sad for her. John's sad for her. And they're both like, Denzel, what the fuck are you doing? And then the eye is like out for revenge for being poisoned and they all end up fighting on the tracks and VI like throws John out of the way and then a train hits Denzel and VI. And then that's the end of the that. book. I could not believe I was like, wait, what? I was like, what? And then boom, weird epilogue about how photo booths like <laughs> lurk in dusty areas and try to trick you. And I'm like, trick you into what? <laughs> I know. The photo booth did nothing. The photo yeah. booth had no hand in any of this. What nope. are you talking about? Book, what are you talking about? Yep. This is nonsense. This is a lie. This was a lie of a plot. This is about yep. some weird teenagers who made up a story and then one of them tried to kill an unhoused man. <laughs> yep. Yep. And that's the book. And then the unhoused man and the, the, the guy, the Denzel, die. Via by a train. train. I could not believe that. But like. What? Yeah. I mean, my confusion lay pretty much in all of it. Where I was like, yeah. I don't understand like. I was like, how is What really happened? The, I, I, I never knew. Every, everything to do with the photo booth lore. It was, was non-existent. A, big as shit. Yeah. And B being made up by them moment to moment. Yes. It wasn't anything re- like that was it was thing, not like, they anything never because they were like, what if it does this? And then like, they just decided that, yes, that is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Because it wasn't like someone told them really or like annoying. they found it through research or I mean, you know, it's annoying. It is kind of how superstitions work. But as a as a <laughs> as a reading experience, I was it was very annoying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like as, yeah, like at, it is how superstitions work. And that is that is how like kids are too, right? Yeah. Because that's the other thing is that like, I do think that the, that the photo booth maybe just doesn't work and that they were just like so caught up in everything and like Denzel like basically manipulated them into this like crazy fucking belief. And it's like, okay, then we needed to be explicit about that. Yeah. And we needed to not end on a, epilogue yeah that makes it sound like it was the photo booth and that i mean this was the other thing like there were just so many vagaries in this and one of them being like him always being like if i had known what denzel would be manipulating us into you know what i mean like yeah but it should have been more clear at the end that it wasn't it wasn't the fucking photo booth it was there at all it was just them it was coming up with this lore yeah making up a mythology I mean, I guess there is something to be said about how, like, 
It's just, it wasn't vague in a good way. Right, right, there, right, right. And it, there is such a thing as being vague and undefined in a good way. Yeah. This was not it. And like, I, you know, I get what it was getting at, at like, oftentimes in the journey to find like yourself as a teenager, like you can hurt other people and you can like do like really horrible things. And like that journey when you don't know who you are can feel life or death when you're trying to reach mm -hmm. identity. Um, so I get what they were kind what he was kind of yeah, doing. In and this that's book. not a bad theme because no, like, yeah, no. absolutely. I remember when I was a teenager of being like desperate to be something special and different. Yeah. yeah. That's not a bad theme at all. This was right. just executed so poorly. Yeah. No, it was too whack. Here's here's the epilogue. Okay, please. So so first I'll I'll read the end. Okay. Um then I opened my eyes and there was the vision of it raging high above me like one long punch from one long fist of steel. Right here in my head there was pummeling dark, the flash of wheels and pistons too fast to make sense of. Think of how a blender blade would look if you brought it up slowly on full power, closer, closer to half an inch from your eye. But it wasn't me. I was watching. I could see it. The train was on the next track where Denzel and VI had been. Think of blender blades all of a sudden and yet going on forever. Or try not to think of it. Try. Try not to think of it when you wake up in the small hours gasping for breath. Try not to think of it in every little crack bet between your thoughts at school, at home, at work, at rest, in dreams. Try not to think of it now for the rest of your life, like me. Epilogue. There's always one somewhere in the corner of a crowded precinct, and it's always waiting. Oh, also, this is all taking place in England. Night and day. In the dark, it glows with its own cold light from inside, behind the small curtains, like the moment when the house lights go down and everyone hushes as the film's about to begin. There's always one somewhere just out of sight. People are drawn back to it again and again to see what face it will show them. The face taker. You've got to look. You must, although you know you won't like what you see. No, okay. no one feels this way about photo okay. booths. No one feels okay. this way about photo booths. This wasn't the lore that happened. This wasn't why two men just died on a train track. They said the photo booths are not scary or creepy, and it had nothing to do with anything. Yeah, no, nothing to do with anything. So why are you pretending in the very last page that it was the photo booth that made them act this way? It wasn't. Yeah. It's it so wasn't. annoying. It's really frustrating. It was, yeah, no, it's all just them, I guess, kind of being. Yeah, it was all just their own teenage desperation yeah. to have a, a cooler, better identity. It would have been, and that was the thing, like it would have been, yeah, I think if they had hit the desperation harder. Yeah, if he was hitting that theme. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would have been Could have been a cool book. Instead, no, it was instead, just too floopy. It's kind of like have its cake and eat it too, which is that they were making it up, but also aren't photo booths like spooky? Yeah. No. That, I, I think the epilogue kind of ruined it because if, if we had taken that off, then it would just be like, oh, I guess. And, and, and honestly, like if we just had a little bit more, I don't mean to like put a cap on the end of it, right? But like maybe if there was something where he's like, like, bad version okay like, right pitching yeah, bad yeah, version yeah. but like him being like um you know uh like maybe because the, the photo booth got moved or whatever right or mm -hmm. something like him say, saying something like you know i um i don't know like i don't know if that photo booth ever really had any kind of magic but like what it did do was like give us an excuse to like 
do some really fucked up shit or something like that. You yes, know, like something something like that. To make it clear. Or like or maybe the magic of the photo booth was just that it made us think we were someone else. Or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not oh not, but the, in the corners looking in the Yeah. Uh, as though the photo booth had done it. It yeah. didn't. It was it didn't, all though. Denzel making shit up and everybody just like losing their minds and going along with it because that is something that happens to people. Yeah, and like, shut up, John. And Denzel's fucking enough. dead and in the ground now, dude. There's just like no way. So the whole thing with Denzel, was it just that he, like he his family wasn't involved in his life at all? I think so. And so he was just a caravan boy? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was just okay. like lost and sad. Yeah. And controlling people was like a way to control his life, which yeah. he had no control over. Mm-hmm. I see. Mm. Que interesante. It was Dude. just so frustrating. So frustrating. I'm sorry. I just had a memory of what I ate for dinner last night. Can I give like if anyone's ever <laughs> sorry. It's just like if you're in L.A. And this is a place I have been before, but I forgot how good it was. And I went again last night mm-hmm. Um, on a date. Um, I went again last mm-hmm. night and it's uh the tire shop. Um, and it's literally. Okay, well, it's not actually a restaurant. It is a taco stand that is at the parking lot of a tire shop. And it's been Ah. there for many years. It's in, I want to say, Boyle Heights, possibly Historic South Central. I'm not sure. Um, I can't remember. Um, But they, like, the if you like good street tacos, like, their asada is unlike any asada I've ever had. It's so flavorful, so moist, so delicious. Um, and like you can eat a super yummy meal like for two people be very full for like $16. It's so good. I really recommend it. If you like um, if you like like L.A. like is a mecca of tacos. You can get like very good tacos like anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but like this is some of the best shit. It's like I really level. recommend it. It's so good. It's so good. Yum, yum, yum. And they have like quesadillas and burritos and mulitas and all that stuff too. And um, vampiros, which I also got a vampiro, which is really yummy. But cool. I highly recommend it. Sorry, I just, I, I just thought, I think it's because I'm hungry and I'm like, oh. Sure. I'm like, oh man, I could just eat that again <laughs> for the rest of my life. Um, uh, and it gets your mind off Face Taker. Oh, uh, yeah, a yeah. I do not also, recommend. Okay, they kept like, re- like doing that song. Yeah, the I what is like that? Is that real? Rhyme. He made no, it up? No, I don't think so. I just made it up. It was something VI <laughs> made up. Okay. And that was the other thing is like, why did VI have lore about this fucking photo booth? Photo booths are very normal to me. Maybe this is just like a me problem that I have right. like never had a spooky thought about a photo booth. Neither neither have I. I mean, actually, here's what I have. I just have memories of being dragged into photo booths with paramours that I did not feel, not paramour, I mean, you know, like people, romantic people that I was like, I don't really like need to take a picture with you. And then them <laughs> being like, let's do it. It'll be fun. And I'm like, okay. And then we do it. And I'm like this, I don't feel this with you. And yet I'm going to keep pushing forward because I don't want to mm-hmm. be mean. Um, And do I say that because I've just discovered a bunch of roles of this is the fucked up part, okay? I discovered a bunch of like printout of like photo booths. Mm-hmm. I found a bunch of them um, with, you know, past people in my life. Mm-hmm. And 
it's so funny seeing them and being like, oh, I was so uncomfortable in this picture. Interesting. And like, I, I remember that moment and like, but you can't tell from the picture, I'm smiling and whatever. But I remember the moment of being like, I don't want, like I, in my gut, I had that feeling then. Like I'm not feeling this. Yes. Mm-hmm. But like how cruel of me to not feel it. But that's okay. No. To not feel something. Yeah. Anyway. I, I need to get over this shit. It was this months and months of me talking about the same shit over and over again. Come on. Kelly. <laughs> get over it. Wait, you're processing. I am. It's true. You're processing. It's true. It's true. It's fine. And that's not to say, because I also have pictures from photo booths where I was completely fucking happy and like so thrilled to be there taking pictures and shit. But there's somewhere you aren't. Yeah. That's not anyone's fault. Yeah. Yeah. It's not their fault for like, being no, for excited wanting about something? you, no, and it's not your fault for not being excited about. Right, that. it's just sad. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, photo booths were—they're not creepy though. It's I just, never found them creepy. It was, but it was like a teenage thing of like, oh, and then when I have a boyfriend and we're gonna get like, yeah, we're gonna take pictures together. together. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll have like when we were kissing and like when we were silly mm-hmm. and like when we were serious and when we were smiling. No, I loved photo booths. I still love them to this day. They're fun. So maybe that's part of my problem with this book is I'm like, I don't know. You're trying to build a whole like lore a lore around, around something this. that yeah. like I was like a l- beloved part of my childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I never maybe, was like, whoa, is it like stealing my soul or like? Yeah. I mean, maybe there is like a thing, like maybe it's kind of like carnival adjacent because there is some creepy stuff about carnivals for sure. That's true. But that's because there's a transience to Part of the problem is that this took place at a train station. Right, right. Not a carnival. No, not at all. I was just thinking, I was trying to give them some kind of benefit of the doubt. I mean, Philip, I'm sorry. Philip has not spoken this entire time. You can make creepy. Well, (laughs) good. He's been listening. I don't want to hear from him. It's time for him to hear from us. (laughs) I read what he had to say. Right, that's right. You read like hours of him just talking at you for. You can pages and pages. you can make up lore about whatever you want. It's just that I was this was very poorly written, and it didn't make it scary because you no. can make something scary that I didn't think was scary before. It, everything was so vague and weird, and made no sense. Yeah, did not enjoy. Do not recommend. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Um, and that's that's face taker. That's face taker. I would, yeah, don't read it. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not on my list. <laughs> I thought you were um, going to say not on my watch. <laughs> not while I'm standing guard. <laughs> not if I have anything to say about it. But thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate you. And a special thank you to our Patreon supporters. If you would like to become one, go to patreon.com slash teen creeps. We've got a lot of extra content there. And a shout out to our Patreon producers who give it the $15 level. Thank you to Aaron Fernandez. Adam Howitz. Amanda Kay. Amanda Nangle. Amy T. Ann Dwyer. Brian Petty II. Caitlin L. Carrie Ham. Claire Moore. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Lamana. Danny B. Drew Ronis. Ellie Lagos. Emma. Emma M. Aaron B. Gabriela Santiago. Jonna Fernandez. Gwendolyn Ludovic. Hannah L. Jason H. Jeremy Cronk. Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicich. Jesse T. Jessica Smith-Harper. Jessica U. Jonathan Venable. 
Trisha Descaro, Karen Lewis, Kat Miller, Katie Lilly, Katie Olsner, Keith Anderson, Kelly Burns, Carrie N, Kodiak Siegel, Coy, Larry Desmond, Larry Nguyen, Laura Hooper, Mary N, Megan Lozier, Melody, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Miranda Hester, Molly G, Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Rachel Bessert, Rashad B, Randy Klett, Rebecca Goss, Rogue Kalahua, Sarah Wallen, Sasha Gibson, Sylvie T, Tristan Buckner, Victoria Beck, Victoria Gray, and Victoria Valdez. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate the extra support. And we will see you all next week. In the meantime, keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.